Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Are you hungry for adventure? Do you crave hilarious and perilous tabletop campaigns? Don't bother rolling perception, pal. We've got you covered. Behold, Dungeons and Doritos, Nerdy Show's epic tabletop audio drama, a cinematic serial of mayhem-filled, morally questionable quests at DungeonsAndDoritos.com. Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And of course, with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Flame On, and it is our 200th episode anniversary special. I don't know if there should be some kind of effect or something, but there's not. I am so tired of my agent booking me these chicken shit gigs. (laughs) Do you know I finally connected that to the source because of RuPaul? Oh, Jesus. I I was like, oh my God, that's that thing Oral always says. I didn't know what it was from. We should have high porns. What? Oh. High points. No, no, we should not. No, no. God, no. What about just Vuvuzelas? Oh, you know what? I was actually thinking that. I want to bring back the Vuvuzela. Because you know what? Here's the thing. I'm going to be watching a lot of the World Cup for the month of June because that's how I'm going to find my husband, who a little butch, but also is really gay and likes to go out to clubs and bars with me. It's all nice right. to have a plan. That's a good plan. So in order of, well, you've heard all their voices. We got uh, Clockwise from me, BJ. Hey. Oral. From the beginning. Eric. Hi. And Pat. Hey, girl. Hey. And I'm Brian. And yeah, we are actually, this is our 200th episode. We are going to talk a little bit about where we came from. It's important to know your herstory. Because I, have- I know where I'm going. And I know where I've been. Yes, she knows where she's been. Thank you, Motormouth. Is that who that is? Motormouth Maybell, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm so bad. Hairspray. So, 
So we are a gay and geeky pop culture podcast. We are going to talk about the latest in pop culture. All of that is going to happen. But before we get into that, I just wanted to give a quick uh, where we came from. Uh, I have two people with me who started at the very beginning. Uh, Eric, who uh, he and I and my brother, who is not here with us, did a podcast called Media Mess. Here we go, dragging that seriously. Dead <laughs> we talking about we talking about Playmon's history. Hold on, this is I how... know it comes before that. Before but it always the world, goes back to it. Do you before know the world was for? Do you know when we started that, Eric? When the moon was in the seventh house <laughs> and Jupiter aligned with Mars. It's going to be ten years in July. Jiminy Cricket. Seriously, we started that in my little office at wow. my old house. And then that lasted a couple of years. And then I said, you know, this is fine. Pop culture is great. But I kept wanting to have these more gay and queer conversations. There wasn't there weren't a lot of gay podcasts back then. Uh, there was like combo queers and there was um, fanboys of the universe. If you remember that of them fanboys of the universe. I miss that. I know, right? No, I mean, they, they both are still around in certain forms, but neither do a regular podcast anymore. Um, fanboys are still around? They have like a Facebook group or they have like a thing where they do post. Maybe it's Tumblr. Oh I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, they don't, do a, they don't do a show, though. Like every now and again, I think they do an episode. But anyway, long story short, I said, hey, I go to this comic shop called a comic shop. I know gay people at a comic shop, including Oral. I should start a little show and I bet you the up-and-coming media empire nerdy show would love to have a gay and geeky pop culture commentary podcast for their network. Very How did I hitch my wagon to this? It's very Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> like, I can just see you walking down the street and just being like, hmm, I think this needs to happen. Well, I convinced... Me. I Not unlike Seymour, I convinced Oral... Jared, Eric, Punzone, Phoenix, let's say, Daddy. What what do we call him? We had all kinds of names for him over the years. Muscle Daddy. Muscle Daddy. And uh, the question, now famously known as Joshua Yale for IGN, uh, I convinced all those bitches to sit down and do a couple episodes. In fact, I have, and I think we may have even put up in the, the SoundCloud feed, the very first episode. Oh, my God. And it is up there still for posterity. It is... It's actually not bad. It, it could have been a lot worse. You know what? It you we did an amazing job for what we had back then, which was no producer, no sort of like experience. That no. was that was years ago, and and now that I look back on it, I think, what have I done with my life? <laughs> you should. <laughs> you totally should. But you know, the nice side effect is you have all of these audio moments documenting your life for the last uh, seven Ooh. years. Oh, or you so. mean? I need to go back and listen to these. Like weeks worth of audio, which is just an existential crisis. Yep, it's beautiful. Oh, okay. And wait, which first episode? Because there are technically two. So we have a zero episode did, that's did we in new, there. Did we new 52 this a couple times? No, 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 no. no. Oh. So we did a test recording, and then we went to Gay Days for the like a uh, little group outing. And I think the first episode, I got to double check, was like the You Dry episode. You Dry. Thank you, Johnny McGovern, who to this day is one of my greatest experiences. I'm just going to do my one-up now. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you guys are like, hey, your birthday is coming up. Also, here's your Christmas present, which was a card, and you telling me that I got to see Johnny McGovern in person at the Parliament House for a intimate and extreme performance of his show with Lady Red Couture, which 
I think about no lie every day or whenever I listen to his podcast, well, which is sense. the gayest of all time. Well, and you got to sit front row. I. And he sang to you one of the lines of one of his songs. I just shut up because we're not going to talk about how real that was. <laughs> <laughs> Some of you know, that's not important. <laughs> So we uh we did have like a a fake or a zero episode and then we did our first one but <laughs> like Oral alluded to this was mostly a labor of love mostly it's always been it's a labor, always been like a labor of is. love I had to turn down a gentleman to be here well, that's how you know I love this it's thing. It's a hard choice. How many times? After a few years of mainly <laughs> running the show myself and doing all the audio production myself with my meager and limited abilities, Pat did uh, enter into my life and took all over all of that fun stuff. And at that point, he uh, he elevated our, our audio and he elevated our, uh, our production significantly. First of all, you act like I wasn't there. And audio with you. How dare you? Did you? Yes. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yes. I'm sorry, I forgot. I forgot. Okay, good. And well, then when she's like, "We've got a producer, producer," and that's when I opened my eyes really wide and stars showed up. <laughs> I'm like, I never have to do this again. No, I mean seriously, it's well, a lot of hard work. I started out as the bearskin rug, talking pat bear on the bearskin, the talking bearskin rug. Bear rug. Not on. I was oh, the bearskin yeah. rug that's right. because Jacob was the straight boy on the floor. So oh. I couldn't be on the floor. We couldn't afford a lot of seats. You. Oh, girl. Couldn't afford a lot of chairs back then. I have a question. When you became the actual producer who could say things, did you feel like Annie and your Brian was your daddy Warbucks? <laughs> wow. Sure. I was we'll gonna, go with that. I was going to say, did you feel like Yoko Ono? Like... <laughs> Well, That's a little too real to in a personal respect, not in a professional way. Hey, the band way. is still no. together, First so all, we're good. Rude, rude, rude. A successful Yoko Ono. So, uh... Rude? Also very rude. I, I was thinking about Bjork. Never mind. Apt? Very apt. I will say this. We just saw Isle of Dogs uh, like two weeks ago, and I did appreciate the Yoko Ono cameo in that movie. Oh God, I forgot yep. about that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Her name was Yoko Ono. Good Lord. Now, yep. I have, now I have bare naked ladies stuck in my head. Yoko you can be my Yoko. You can be my Yoko Ono. That's one of the songs off their first CD. She be is amazing. My, my. That's all that I ask is I, to be somebody's Yoko Ono. Amuse God. I'd like to be amused instead of somebody who could probably be blackmailed because they did tasteful and artistic videos in the early. 2000s. <laughs> I hear music. We all? all I think about is Xanadu the musical. Nothing and I was I did. just in LA and it was in my head and I had to listen to it while I was out there. Which <laughs> we should all do an outing to a local theater troupe because they're doing this summer Xanadu. <gasps> That's right. Yes. Uh, it starts in early to mid no mid july mid july yeah mid july yes i know this for reasons that i'm not going to talk about on the podcast i will say well i know mm-hmm. this i keep forgetting about it but my best friend is my best friend for a reason and saw that it was going to be there and is buying tickets Aww. and i am Aww. so excited i've never seen the show from the audience <laughs> i have seen the show five times four times when it was in new york on broadway or off broadway and one time here in Orlando, every single time, 
I was on the stage because they have stage seating for the show. I don't know if the if Theater Winter Haven's going to do it. Oh, it's really it's really small. <laughs> it's gorgeous. They do an amazing job. Yes. I've seen multiple yeah. shows. Oh, there. it's at the Theater Winter Haven. Yeah, yeah we no, saw no, Winter Garden. Oh, Winter, yeah, Garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winter Garden. I was going to say Winter Garden. Yeah, I remember seeing Sweetie Todd there. Yeah, it was really well done. Yeah, I've seen that was good. You know we saw Shrek. A Winter Haven. No, that was Winter Haven. That was Winter Haven where we I've saw Shrek. Hairspray and Lacage. Lacage there. I've seen Miracle on 34th Street. I've seen a lot of shows there. I've seen a lot of shows there. And they do a really great job. I saw Hairspray there. They're a company that really cares about putting out theater because a lot of people in Central Florida. Or in, and by Central Florida, I mean not, not Orlando, but like the outskirts of Orlando, they don't always make it into, quote unquote, the big city. Because you can live in Florida like 50 miles from Orlando and never go to Orlando. Absolutely. Yep. So like I yep. am all about the Winter Garden Theater. I want to go with you. And then I will just point that one right there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, uh, we can do an outing for Xanadu. I'm totally in. Like, I, I will oh, go I'm multiple so times. I will sing along. So excited. If only there were a book. A magic book. <gasps> that listed but, all the members in, uh, all the but, businesses in Los Angeles and had their phone numbers next to it. Yeah. With pages the color of amber. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, uh, from Flame On to Xanadu, and that's it. So now we're here. So we're going to do pop culture. We're going to oh, talk shit, about the movies. Oh, shit, I thought we were talking about Starlight Express this entire time. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I go. I, admittedly, that's common. Common misunderstanding. So, uh... There have been movies, there have been TV shows, there have been comic books, there has been music. I don't know. There's been a lot of stuff that we've all ex- experienced. I've started to pick up an accent. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know where those twangs come from. It's foreign accent syndrome. Probably your low breeding. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, where else uh, would you breed? Rukakaka. How dare you? Before, <laughs> before we jump in, though, I do have a, a letter from one of our listeners that I am very happy to share. Uh, we actually. Wrong? No, that uh-huh. bitch did not send us dick. No, he's he, he's always very nice, but he missed this one. So uh, Rodolfo is a listener we met in Dallas. Dallas at TBRU. Like, yep, two years ago, three years ago. It was I think one the first time. It was the three three years ago, <laughs> and has been a long time listener. Uh, not first time emailer, but certainly he has it. Uh, he he owes more than most listeners, but he says, "Howdy boys, congratulations on reaching your two hundredth episode." I know I'm early. He sent this back in April. He's very prepared i've been listening to your show since nearly the beginning and when an episode appears on my gizmo it brightens up my day evidently he uses uh a gizmo for his podcast i was like i was was gonna say why don't know don't get it wet (laughs) (laughs) nowadays when i read a comic watch a movie or see some drag i inevitably end up wondering what your take on it might be Here's to another 200 episodes. All the best, Rodolfo in Dallas. So thank you, Rodolfo. We really appreciate it. Uh, that's what we got. Thank so, you, Rodolfo. It was Aww, lovely. Yeah, the was so sweet. worst publicist ever. <laughs> out of, first of all, don't even like edit this. Out of all of the listener letters, you know, we don't have time for all of them. But we chose this one who's been with us since the Girl. beginning. Hey, Rodolfo out in Dallas, here's your letter. (laughs) 
Here's a long distance dedication. I, from Rodolfo I Dallas. appreciate it. I love it, but yeah. Now, we, we have great listeners, and we have a lot of people, especially in the area, that listen to us. Do but they? I will say this. They are very quiet. Very they quiet. Are, it's like they just kind of sit there, and they listen, and they enjoy it. Lurkers. But we don't get a lot of comments and emails and whatnot. I posted, and we did have we had a, a few of our listeners reach out and congratulate us. Mm. And I mean, we're not going to sit here and just, you know, read, you know, pat us on the back comments eric peltz joshua mason <laughs> those are the people that are <laughs> well, well some of them here yeah zach zach yeah zach, hey uh, zach because every time i see him out he was asking when i got back from drycon um if we were going to do an episode hint hint we will be doing that mm-hmm. uh and he was excited to hear us talk about drycon and i told him we might make some punch and have fun that episode oh boy we are going to cut up and kiki. Not Kai Kai. Not Kai Kai. Uh, look, I can't. Let's be real. Eventually, when I become a drag queen, which has been years in the making, and I swear. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Like, it's never going to happen. It will happen this year. Mm-hmm. It will he happen says every this year. year. It'll be what Brian I'm, before look, you. This is what I'm going to do. Probably. I'm going to make it super, super special. Right. I shave my beard. What? Which is the only thing that stops me from being Ooh, a prepubescent thirteen-year-old, and I'm gonna show up on multiple drag queens' doorsteps, and by multiple, I only mean two. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have two moms. I know my drag queen persona has two moms. I won't name them because you know they're very busy, and and I don't want to put that on them. Chad or Rob? Yeah, seriously. I don't want to put that on them. So if you could. If you could relay that to Devon and Chantel, I won't put that on them. But I'm going to have two moms, and I'm going to be the fiercest drag queen Orlando has ever seen. And when I make it on to RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15, I want you to know the hometown girl came to slay. And then I death drop in a dramatic fashion. (laughs) You don't do the faux death drop, and then you went, nope, not not yet. No, 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 no. The real I death do, drop. I do the walk up to the <gasps> guillotine oh. and decide to snap my own neck. Nice. <laughs> Love it. All right. I am excited for that. I did leave out one thing. I mentioned everybody and how they got involved except BJ. That's fine. You found me on the side of the road. Basically. Gutter baby. Thank you for that. You, no. gutter, yeah. Come gutter baby. Now, he pretty much, I, he was like, hey, you post really good stuff. Post it on the Facebook page. I post some stuff on the Facebook page. That's right. And then he messaged me one day and he's like, we need we need somebody just to sit in front of the microphone. <laughs> Just to sit there. So I, I was right. Come get her baby. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. It wasn't even a full. I don't think it was a full cast. Uh, it may have been a micro. Or I something. think it was a micro. And then you needed extra people for the full cast because there was that one dude that like we've never seen again. Who Jared? No. <laughs> it's um. Oh, it Adam? Adam. Yeah. That brief moment when Adam was oh, on the show. That's right. That's yeah. where we were trying out new hosts. Was yeah. it like two? It was. T- it was. T- he was here for two. Yeah. I showed up because I remember- not on once but two occasions said. Who this woman? Because <laughs> I remember doing the Harry Potter episode with him, with Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah oral. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. that. I don't remember his face, but let's be real. Sometimes I meet gentlemen very briefly. And... Dude, he's like six foot five. You can't. You can't <laughs> yeah, it's hard to him. forget Adams. He's kind of like Aquaman. Yeah. Was he that tall? He's yeah. tall. Yes. Oh my god! I just had a flashback. He's that tall. He's broad. 
Well, yeah. it was hilarious too because then I, I just kept showing up, and then Pat pulled me aside one day. He's like, "You you do know you are a cast member, right?" And I was like, "Well, am I? Oh, aw, thank you. Do you have a headshot yet? <laughs> I yeah, I do. Oh, okay, then I do now. <laughs> All right, fine." Eric doesn't. I they, thought you meant that Adam. They didn't lock me oh, in. So no, no, I no. didn't realize you were talking Aww. about that Adam. Oh, no. no. I was talking about that Adam. McCurcher. Oh, yeah. kitty kitty meow. Yeah. No, not that one. Serving up kitty, no. muscle kitty realness. Dear um, Lord. So... Every time I see that, it just makes me laugh. Because <laughs> I'm just imagining him with little ears on, crawling to the end of a table and just knocking a glass off. <laughs> All I'm hearing is what's her name from Fooly Cooly, just going kitty kitty meow. Nice. Then, yeah. So, fuck that show. Fuck that show. The new season starts. Two new seasons are happening. When? Is it soon? Soon. Yeah. All right. You know who doesn't care? Me. And let's be real. <laughs> As the entertainment. <laughs> entertainment. The star. Entertainment. Of this show. Oh, uh-huh. are you the Miss Piggy of a Muppet show? Yes. Totally. First of all, can we talk about how I have made this joke on multiple occasions in the feed and nobody believes me? I am not joking. I never wanted to call it Drag is the New Spandex. I wanted to call it All Queens and Me. You did. Which is apt and timeless. Apt and timeless. Mm -hmm. But here we are. Drag is the New Spandex. Who even watched Orange is the New Black's last season? Nobody. You know who would have listened to all of Drag is? I'm sorry. All Queens and Me? Me. Me. Do you realize I didn't name it after that, right? Huh? I actually named it after Porn is the New Black, which is a dumb song sung in a porno that I watched like 10 years ago. What? Yeah. Now, it did happen to come out around the same time that Orange is the New Black originated, but it is an older reference. Remind me to tell you about the... How can I put this without not betraying myself? Well, fuck it. It's, you know, anniversary 200 episodes. Uh Uh-huh. There is a certain website that you can frequent where if you change a few of the words in our title, you'll find one of the greatest videos that you should just listen to. I'm sorry, profiles. Where you just listen to the, the the volume off, except for some episodes. There's just it's not important. I need to know some more of you will about this, this later. Some of you in the know already know what I'm talking about. This is for you. Happy 200th anniversary. We have a mystery for our new listeners. Yeah, this is like a real mystery in the world. Girl, don't rat me out. You know, there's a brotherhood. You have to go back and and listen to old episodes to piece it together. Girl, don't do it to me. (laughs) I'm like, new listeners, it's a mystery for me. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I don't either. I often lie to people and tell them like I'm talking shit about them on the podcast just to trick them into listening to an episode. That's the best way. Uh, So let's talk shit about people then. Um... (laughs) So that's all the. Do we have anything else on this? Like, Brian, why did riff? you write the question and then show it to me just now? That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing really well in LA, and we're super proud of him. I absolutely he gets to see am. and do things that we've never seen and done before personally. I am very proud of Josh. We are senpai. Joshua. He is he is the success story. That's right, and I knew it all along. And then never came back to the neighborhood. Yeah, well, um, I mean, even Babyface came back to no, it's Brian McKnight. Never mind. <laughs> Hell, even Eric came back like briefly for a visit. She Actually, did. I think he was here for our hundredth episode when we. Yeah, there was like sixteen people here for the hundredth. Yeah, episode. It, was, it was a busy, busy celebration. Guest so. stars. Maybe nobody got time for that. All right, so let's move on. Let's talk movies. There has been at least one very important comic book movie 
Uh, Very important really kind of putting, that is stretching putting it a, a, stress, a, bit. a well, stress on it that doesn't belong. I think a lot of people, Deadpool is to them like the one character that they really enjoy they more than the others. They also love doing beer bongs. <laughs> I'm not judging. An elephant walk I, in their fraternity. I, listen, we've all been there. Well, some of us have been there. Those are the best parts. I mean, I yeah. hit it. So, uh, All right. So I didn't see Deadpool 2, Electric Boogaloo. So uh, those of you who have, what did you think? I took a nap during part of it. (laughs) I thought it was a good movie. It wasn't great. I didn't leave feeling excited the way I did after the first one. But it was still solid. I didn't... They didn't screw up Cable. They didn't? No. No, No, I'll give them that. Cable, I mean, without giving Cable his backstory... Which they're not going to do. In no, that. of yeah. course no. not. It, no. it and they wasn't... didn't do right away in the comics anyway. Oh, no, no, no. Exactly. Uh, they did a good job with him. And they gave him uh, TK powers. So really? I was happy yes. about yes, that. Yes, they, they did. Yes, oh. he had telekinesis. I was actually very happy about that. All right. But I feel like it suffered from Guardians of the Galaxy Syndrome. Where, volume 2? Well, both Guardians 1, Volume 1, and Deadpool, when they came out, not that Deadpool wasn't a well-known property but it wasn't something that really had this huge fan base with the comic book movies Mm -hmm. same thing with guardians guardians was an even lesser known property that they're going let's roll the dice and see what happens and it was jam-packed fun and action and it was a hit as was deadpool nobody really expected that version of deadpool that was that gory and that graphic and all of that to be such a, a a good movie yep and then the sequels come out and they take that formula, and they're like, you know what? Let's turn this up to 11, because that's what's going to make it really good. And it just, it was an okay movie. It just felt like it was trying way too hard. And and for me, it, it felt like it was, tr- with, it, specifically with Deadpool, the character himself. Like, it felt like it was trying really hard with Deadpool. The side characters are pretty much what kept me engrossed in was the movie. Was or was not Shatterstar shattered? <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> into a million pieces all of those characters like honestly that was that was the one part of the movie that i was like the fuck did I woke, they just do i woke up from my nap <laughs> to a wood chipper yep i was like oh, oh. all right so there was a bl- we'll spoil this just a little bit so if you haven't seen deadpool and you don't want to be spoiled by anything then skip ahead like a minute and a half if not then keep listening yeah so they formed x-force and then by X-Force. Probably killed, like, <laughs> was it, it was four, including the regular dude. Well, it was everybody except Deadpool and Domino. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. Although Zazie beats Domino fucking nearly stole the show for me, because I fucking loved her as Domino. She was, but she's the most powerful mutant ever. Technically, yes. Yes. I, what I, a friend told me, is like, have you seen it yet? No, you know, girl, maybe, you know, I'll see it this weekend. If I have time, I never have time. He goes, do you want me to tell you? I'm like, girl, the only reason why you would say that to me is because I'm there for how dreamy Shatterstar is. And if you tell me, girl, doesn't even land. I'm just like, all right. No, I'm good. They jump out of the plane and everybody except for Deadpool and Domino are promptly killed in ridiculous fashion where um though the one that has the the acid 
breath. Zeitgeist. 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 Ends up in a wood chipper. And then Dave. Peter. Peter. Vomits on him. Peter. I love Peter. Peter goes to like console him. And then uh, Zeitgeist spits up acid, which is his mutant power, and kills him. And what happened to Shatterstar? Uh, He fell into a helicopter blade. Yep. And then Vanisher uh, ran into some power lines and got electrocuted, where you see the split-second Brad Pitt cameo. Was it Brad Pitt? It was. Brad Pitt was was playing Vanisher. Y'all can kiss my ass. I never need to see (laughs) And uh, what's his name? Um, Terry Crews' character, like, gets hit by a bus. Yeah. Dear Lord. Yep. So they don't spend a lot of time with these characters. They I'm do guessing. not. Okay. They pretty much just bring them in to kill them. Nice. Yep. All right. Well, hey. Make, makes you think they're putting uh, it together. And then it like, is uh-huh. a Deadpool movie that is kind of the, the huh? shtick. Rum. But it kills me because if you're going to be making an X-Force movie, and until any deal is done and finalized, you've got to figure that all of these things are still going to be in production. If you're going to make an X-Force movie... Why do you throw away like this big thing with Deadpool? Yeah. to then do a movie that's just gonna be like, uh, all right, well, I I guess these people aren't gonna be thrown into helicopter blades or wood chippers. Like, it it lost some of that impact. And if you're in the same universe, you've now lost Shatterstar. Yeah, the yeah. other ones I don't care about. I... They were all part of X Force and second and third iterations. Yeah, that don't really mean anything. Give me Boom Boom, give me Richter, give me Shatterstar. The, that main cast that went from the New Mutants into X-Force. Yeah. X-Force. Well, X-Force, but later X-Factor. X-Factor. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Because I'm only here for Shatterstar and Richter. Yeah, Wait, yeah. When did Shatterstar was in X-Factor? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, yeah, Peter, Peter David's years, later, more recently. Yep. Huh. Like, uh, 10 years, for 10 years, three years ago. Yeah. It's going to be like, Five years ago, but yeah, but was, like, that, was that more in the Madrox? Yep, yep, yeah, totally, oh, like the totally. Oh, okay. And I did like how they mentioned Mojo World for a quick second. Oh. I, was like, yeah, I was impressed that they did. I was really? like, the fuck? Interesting. Yeah, because yep. Shatterstar says he's from Mojo World. I was all like, right. all right, cool. And his blood was green. Eh. I just want a good long shot at some point. That'd be nice. That nah, would be fun, wouldn't we all? <laughs> they put they rim put shot fingers in the in the middle I together. And a weekend where you can get all of that and more. Oh. We're missing it now. Is it Pig Week? Listeners, if you want to wanna help BJ and I go to IML next year, oh. <laughs> you can donate to <laughs> patreon.com slash nerdy show and earmark those dollars for Flame Off. Put a little note. listener supported. Put a little note. This is for Oral and BJ to go to IML. I'm down. Or sooner, you could sponsor Pat and I's trip to P-Town coming up for Bear oh, Week. Yes. Yeah. Dick Doc is not going to suck itself. <laughs> so, Eric, you going to let him talk to you like that? <laughs> so, who wants to be Queen of the, queen of the Dick Doc for sure? Um, I do. Okay. Because Dandy Darkly does a free show under the Dick Doc at like 8 o'clock on Tuesday night. And he does like a little mini pageant. And bitch, I want that sash. Lord. My name is Oral. I deserve that sash. <laughs> <laughs> it apparently is my birthright. But my name's BJ. Welcome so. to Bear Week. Ooh. Are we rivals? Ooh. <laughs> I love it. Two men enter. One man leaves. 
Honestly, we need another We're going to run too. The, the first one, the gag, leaves. First wow. of all, that won't be me. That's never been me. <laughs> I'm going to be me. Have fun choking to death, ho. <laughs> so funny, I, I don't have a gag reflex because... I watched an episode of The Muppet Babies where Kermit the Frog brushes his tongue, and I started doing that for about five years of my life. One day someone will love me. Uh, 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 one day somebody will love me. Uh, uh, oh. I brush my tongue every day. I still have a gag reflux. Oh. Yo, Tambien. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was an interesting side journey next uh, movie so well the other movies are just trailers because solo True. comes out this coming weekend and we're excited about that i'm seeing it'll it tomorrow. drop right before this drops oh that's right so yep. we'll we'll get back to you on that and then happy fun time murders <gasps> which is a is it the brian henson with uh, melissa mccarthy yes so this is a really weird thing that i never thought i would see have you never seen meet the feebles no i have have but you I- never seen oh shit what's that movie with the food so that's Sausage not party. what I'm saying. <laughs> Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son, yep. using actual Muppets, although not like the, the kid-friendly ones. Not the characters. Not the characters. Is making a hard R murder mystery sex comedy something. Oh, it's and it's a hard the R. The trailer alone is a hard R and... <laughs> I'm excited because I love the Muppets and Henson, Jim Henson never intended the Muppets to be only a kid's thing. He really didn't. It was meant to be all ages or different, you know, eras or whatever. So I'm I'm excited, but I was surprised. But there's a good way to do puppets or Muppets with R rating and you can do something fun and joyful like Avenue Q or you can do something devoid of joy like. Happy Time Murders. Well, wait, I well, wouldn't no, say it's the void of joy. Is, is a hard R. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, but it's my, fun and yeah, entertaining. It's, yeah. is pretty dark at certain moments, too. It's not all fun but, and games. But, like, Happy Fun Time Murders, though, the, there are moments in the trailer where I feel like I'm watching The Muppet Show. Like, the two prostitutes. Absolutely. The two prostitutes standing up there and be like, hey, buddy, we give you a good time. She's like, I'm a woman. That's okay. That's better, actually. It's just like the little, the comedic no, moments I, are absolutely great. I'm very excited that they made this, but I was shocked when they announced it. But the whole cum shot at the end gag. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, like I saw that in the first scary movie way back in the day. <laughs> yeah. And it was hotter. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I also love that Maya Rudolph's in it. Maya Rudolph plays I, the reception. I feel like it's going to be a lot of like cameos in this movie yeah it reminds me of if uh trey parker and matt stone worked with the muppets to make a muppet uh movie everyone thinks that jim henson was this like adorably sweet guy he had a really he's raunchy as hell yeah yeah yeah, sense of humor yeah yeah. super raunchy yeah yeah. so this is you know er animators and puppeteers the freakiest people and having slept with both of them (laughs) i i really guarantee it and recommend it Oh, that's... You slept with Jim Henson? I did not. <laughs> you slept with Andrew? Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew what? Ah! <laughs> He's an adorable little old man you who didn't... goes to karaoke yeah. at the Bearden and at some times. And just he was retired. a marionette guy yeah. who just retired. I have never seen him do any marionettes. He is super he sweet. Just, he just gave away his, his business. He retired. Yeah. Or not gave away, but he donated, passed it on. So, uh, so those movies are coming up, and we will see them when we when they come out. 
Um, TV is also kind of ri- winding down, but also starting back up because it's it a is, nonstop cycle of it entertainment. It is pure chaos right now, though. I miss the 90s where it was like the shows stop in the summer. Shasta and McNasty? You... <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback. <laughs> Literally. What, 24 hours? Less than that? Not even, yeah. <laughs> 17 so, hours ago. <laughs> so there have been two shows that I think at least a couple of us really enjoy. Uh, I enjoy The Expanse, and that was on the chopping block. In fact, it was canceled. I haven't seen this season. I haven't either. I haven't either, which is probably why it was canceled. <laughs> but um, Amazon has announced they're going pick to the, uh, pick the series up, thank Hooray. God, yep. because there's so many books left they have not even gotten to that I'm, yeah, I want them to finish. Um, this last book is terrible. Well, maybe they'll skip that. Brooklyn uh, Nine Nine was. Who uh, cares? I do. I heard it's funny. White uh, people and then brown people who are coconuts. Listen to that. <laughs> watch that. <laughs> like I'm looking at you, MD. I'm looking at you. <laughs> so that got picked up by NBC, yep. uh, which is great. Within like two days of the announcement. Well, I think it was it's oh, yeah. ridiculous. I think it's fast. produced by NBC Studios, so it wasn't a huge surprise, but it was still. You, you know, know what I love? People up in arms up in arms about broken nine nine but this administration everyone's like oh you know it's par for the course or yeah this is terrible they canceled Brooklyn Nine Nine right in the streets. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I wasn't. There's a couple of memes about that where it's like cancel a TV show. It's it's good, like uh, it's a SpongeBob SquarePants meme, and all the fish are all around the booth, and it's like Trump gets elected. Eh. I've I've never personally watched Brooklyn Nine Nine. I hear it's fantastic and funny, whatever. But I was more upset not at the cancellation, at the fact that Fox was instead reinvigorating Last Man Standing. Oh Jesus! Yeah, Gross. they picked that up. Yes. Yep. Oh. I should tell you about every Fox show that exists on television now, and I will use my karaoke hosts or KJ if you know us experience to explain it i don't care i don't care i'm not okay now (laughs) you wear me out every night every night i'm not okay (laughs) i'm not okay (laughs) every night multiple times a night which is not a dig at any of my specific regulars you know who you are and i love you and i would have sex with you if i thought you were a homosexual <laughs> or at Even least homoflexible you weren't a homosexual <laughs> so agents of shield uh the cw comics series all the CW, oh, DC all of the, stuff. all of the the Berlanti verse, okay, yeah, and then the Good Place were all renewed. Thank God, thank God for the Good Place, uh, which is the only show that you mentioned that I listen. I listen, <laughs> I I will we'll talk about some of those in a second, but I I was surprised that some of them were renewed. Um, Gotham was also renewed. Oh Jesus, for its last season. Gross. Oh thank God, it's, gross. It is a mess. It is a glorious mess. I got a hot second. I thought it was getting better, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm actually not minding this. That's how it happens. Every and time. And I was like, they were doing all the villains and all this, And then it just, oh, it, God. It just heaven. devolves. Like, you look at it and you're like, oh, oh BD Wong is Hugo Strange. This is going to be interesting. And then it's not. It's so bad. It's, it's I, like uh, they trick you. 
And they and I mean they wrote the the end of the season could have been the end of the show. But there's been talk that like the showrunner was like the if we get a fifth season, it'll be like a soft reboot of the the series. I'm like, why? What are you gonna do in that? Like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Exactly. My question is this: Is Jerome naked? No. Uh, my two questions are this: <laughs> Is Jerome naked? Still no. No. God damn it. Also, does Poison Ivy have the little shop of horror like? Pitcher plants, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> not fuck not, this, not fuck yet. All of this, no, because the last time she was on was like six episodes ago, and she had this like crazy serum that Wayne Industries had made, and it created like these killer plants that she would then blow the seeds into, and then it would grow a plant inside of the person's body and kill them, and then they stopped that, and then she disappeared for the last like six or eight episodes of the season. Some bitch. Yep. After the second time, they replaced her character and aged her up. Second oh, time? The second, second time. time. The second oh, time. Because they, they aged her up to be more in line with Selena and Bruce. Because when they brought her on, she was younger. Yeah. Visibly yeah. younger than the two of them. So, like, we're going to get a new char- a new actress and we're going to age her up. But they aged her up to, like, look five years older than the two of them. Yeah. Oh. And then, after a couple episodes... I think right before the the winter break, she broke into some like Chinese um, like herbal shop, and this guy had all these like serums and potions, and then she drank them all. And then when they came back, she was another actress who was like ten years older than everybody. Herbal shop. Now she's now she's a contemporary for like uh, Barbara and oh, is that bitch Tigress? Barbara Gordon and Rayshawn Gould. Uh, well, Rayshawn Gould is like four thousand years old. Yeah, Barbara's still around. Well, she, she was still... dead, and then Rayshawn Gould brought her back. Every everybody brings people. The back. role of Poison Ivy will now be played by Claire Dane. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, that's Jerome has go. a twin brother. It's because yeah. of course. So yeah, Gotham's a hot mess well, because they wanted to do like comics, like face torn off, big scarred smile with um, Jerome. And then they had Jeremiah, who was his identical twin brother, and he got to be a hybrid of Cesar Romero and Jack Nicholson. <laughs> like, honestly, he felt very Cesar Romero to me. Yeah. Like, I wanted him to actually, like, dance around and laugh more. You know what the thing is, though? I sleep with both of them. At the same time. Cesar yeah. Romero and Jack Nicholson? <laughs> I thought about my status in life. <laughs> and the answer is... Yes, <laughs> Cesar Romero would have yes. uh, enjoyed that. I think he's a he's a kinky guy. And then Shield, just real quick, ended there. I like how we're talking season. about shows I don't give a damn about. Yeah, oh, no, that's fine. We're talking about them. You just just sit over there. Like it ended, ended. No, well, no, and the, like, and the episode was called the end. They could have gone out because on it. it was meant to, like they weren't sure, and yep. they were like, we're just gonna do this. Yep. And I can see them. I could see how they they can soft reboot because now you have. This like new ragtag team that's you know these characters who we had never really talked to before yeah. were in the season like and explicably hey, still there yeah <laughs> yeah good old red shirts but no it is it was a good episode I actually enjoyed the arc overall and it surprised the shit out of me yeah but in a way that is still like they can they can bring people back if they want they could bring uh a Coulson back really not they could. without too much of a challenge but it was just funny because it was like. <laughs> It got to the end, and I was like, oh, my God. 
I feel emotionally impacted. Oh my god, I was <laughs> I was crying. I was like, this is a lot. The this last two lot. seasons have been they're like gut punches so, in a couple of episodes. So did they tie into Infinity no, War? Not they really. sidestepped it completely. They did reference it, but very much without nobody dealing. got dusted. Nope. Which no, is- it, it apparently happened in the fifteen minutes between like. The Wakanda invasion and Thanos snapping his fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very, it was a very short time frame. Very, oh, uh, so in that time frame that uh, Samuel L. Jackson, and, basically, uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently, and so. Robin. But that was really quick. Whereas this <laughs> yeah. was looked took like episodes. Um, it was it was okay overall as an ending. It would have been great as an ending for the series, but the well, this I, season was not as good as the last season. I thought, but I was confused at first because we kill one character. Yep, and then. Which I didn't see coming at all. No, that no. was like, the shocker. Holy fuck. No. D- yeah. And, and then they're doing this this other scene, and the way they're talking, and then they talk about the plaque and the it, name it on the plaque. Meant to and I was be. like, holy shit, is this a dream? Like, no, did yeah, he yeah, not yeah. make it? <laughs> no, no. It was Are meant we back to, in the framework? It was really a nice feint. Like, I was impressed with the way they pulled it off. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. When, <laughs> when red shirt number two, the guy that was flying the plane, <laughs> was putting the plaque up, yeah, he and you saw Philip J. Colson, I was like, what the fuck? He dragged Coulson down. I mean, he had a lot of screen time in this episode. He was the oh, yeah. one that didn't get killed in the hallway with Deke. Oh. That's who that guy is. So that is my only question is what the fuck happened to Deke? Yep. It's ambiguous. What would have been nice is if Deke had shown up He's and hadn't there. blinked out. Because now it looks like they're... Because I, I, I was like, okay, well, then this other character isn't dead. He's alive and, and Coulson's dead. And then... The whole thing is confusing. And then they're like... We're going to go get him. And I was like, oh, there's the callback to when he put himself into suspended animation. There we go. Which I thought has happened later than where they are currently, but I guess not. But no, but I guess not. But it had to have because nobody was in the lighthouse. But still, because I don't think he went to the lighthouse to get frozen. No, he went to the lighthouse. Yeah, he did. Yeah. The. The the watcher android guy, whatever his name was, I can't remember his name. The Chrom- guy. Chromacom, Chronicom, Ar- Arnak, or no, something. We'll, Ack. we'll just call him Ed. Ack, Ack. Uh But he brought him there, and then they put him in suspended animation, like put him in the wall, and then it was like whatever, or like uh, shot him into space, whatever the case was. But I guess because he was part of that time, I don't know. Yeah. It was a little confusing. Yeah. Timey wimey, yeah. timey wimey. Time is fluid. Nothing's well, fixed. Well, and then when when Gemma said, you know, he'll be happy to know that time isn't fixed and it's fluid, and I was like. Oh, okay. I get it. And that's why she's not, you know, like crying uh-huh. herself to sleep. Right. I wanted her to be pregnant. Well, that's, I wanted Deke to still uh, be around and for yeah. her to find out she was pregnant. Yeah, they could still be do able that. to, like, yeah. that's how he's still there. Yep. Yeah. But then she drank her scotch and I was like, mm, yeah. Fetal well, alcohol poisoning. Oh. <laughs> no wonder Deke is such a mess. Oh. That would explain a lot. So it's over and they're not bringing it back until, like, next summer. Yep. Probably to. Uh, Probably. skip over the Infinity War Avengers 4 root resolution. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's kind of the, Yeah, that's what I believe. And um, Coulson is in uh, Captain Marvel, so that he'll be back even sooner, but his past self. Mm. So, yep. anyway. With some CGI de-aging? Yeah, well, a lot of them are going to have to de-age. Um, and so, one last TV show to bring up real quick. Yep. Because I know Ron will appreciate us talking about this. We had another batch of Steven Universe episodes. Son Yay! of a bitch. <laughs> Fucked me up so hard. Well. Fucked me up so hard. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that whole goddamn series now. So there were a couple of episodes that aired week after week. There were, like, I think, four episodes that came out every Monday 
and it yeah. was you know it was it was just kind of your your setup. And then they had a one hour spe- or half hour special. It was a half hour. Yeah, so it was it was two a, episodes back to back. Where the Fuck. first episode was whatever he went and he ended up find, you know finding Lapis. And, oh yeah, chatting right, with Lapis. You know, and emotionally it was, broken person. I was like, this is kind of a waste of an episode. But then at the end, mm. you have a bit of a reveal, and there's a bit of a foreshadowing with Pearl and Pink Diamond uh. and all of that. And then we get a single pale rose, uh, and it's this, eleven minutes that changed. This episode everything. fucked me up more than one in this in the episode where we find out what Lion is, and then Lars. Like that episode <laughs> fucked me up pretty hard, but this episode has just completely destroyed Dude, my fucking. When like, Lars died and Steven's tears brought him back, and he was pink with that that hair. Yep, I fucking I was sitting here with Brian on the couch. I was like. Oh my god! And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Lion's dead." Yep. <laughs> what? It's he's Lion's a revenant. Dead. Lion's dead. How yeah. does Lion die? He's I always been. Well, he's been dead, and the then, whole time we do. So, so heard I'm, the healing tears brought him back, and that's why he's pink with that mane that Stephen Goin, because Lars died on Homeworld, and Stephen's tears brought him back to life, and he's that pink skin with that hair that Stephen can. Go into the or, dimension. Organic creatures that have been gravely injured that are brought back with roses, tears. I put, I did, I did roses in air quotes. Uh, roses, tears reanimates them. So in, and by gravely zombies, injured, he means dead. Zombies, that's how she sounds. Like, That's a joke. Don't ever listen so to this. Fun. I was like, which version are you doing? Are you doing the cranberries or? Uh, the bad wolves. I hear both. Both. Every night. Every <laughs> night. At least I got a better version of the bad wolves one. Because oh. that first one I had was horrible. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I think I have the first version. No, you should have the other one unless you're not keeping your library up to date. But anyway. I am keeping my library. How dare you? <laughs> so anyway, so you're lying, you're lying. I never look so thin. <laughs> well... <laughs> whale so a single pale rose yeah <laughs> yes so steven does the uh inception like pearl into pearl into pearl into pearl's pearl yep and uh pearlception pearlception that's a good and uh we find out that rose quartz doesn't actually exist well that rose quartz doesn't well, exist. well the rose quartz that we know was the hero of the crystal gems she changed her appearance, and she's actually Pink Diamond. Yep. So, can someone can someone explain to me? Is Pink Diamond a terrible person? I need somebody to explain this so, to me. We've no. always been led to believe that she was. That yes. all the diamonds were horrible people. Well, they're most all the gems in general. Yeah. Kind of like a Borg-like race that just assimilates planets till they're torn apart. That's kind of what gems do. Well, because they mine them and they, they make new... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, 
and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com ACAST. Gems out of the resources on the planet, and it eventually just leaves them dead. I so we were led to believe that Pink was, we knew Earth was her only colony, and we were always led to believe that she was this, you know, she was bad, evil, evil creature. But then when you see flashbacks, which you notice, you never see flashbacks with any of the other gems involving Pink Diamond. You always see them with Rose, Rose Quartz. And there were, there were a group of gems called the Crystal Gems that wanted to leave earth alone so pink diamond but you get so we get flashbacks with pink diamond interacting with the other diamonds and they're like whatever yeah sure you can have a colony like they don't listen to her they don't really care about her so or at least that's what she thinks that's how she that's what she thinks and that's how she she feels that's how she thought and she thought her her being shattered would get the other diamonds to leave the earth alone which she was wrong. <laughs> oh no! So, and I wonder if this self-aware, what this self-awareness is going to do to Stephen. Well, yes. And the funny part was, so we go through that whole thing with the with the pearl and the pearl and the pearl's pearl, and he finds out the truth. He pops out a pearl, <laughs> and then instantly after, pearl has kept this secret for how long? Well, and <laughs> well, she she can't say it. Well, yeah, she was bound to to, to silence, but so she's kept the secret. From all from the other crystal gems that survived, and Stephen pops out and instantly says it, and both Garnet and uh, Amethyst are like, <laughs> "Yeah, shooketh." Yeah. Is it even the word? Well, and and the the new episodes start in June, and Garnet splits up over it immediately. Like, nope. Wow. So it's yeah. I'm, I I I hope we're done. I hope we're done with those random gut blow episodes. Oh, of course not. Now we Jesus. Got, now it's the fallout. Yeah, because what happens when yellow and blue learn about? Ooh. There were questions that were randomly posed in a couple of episodes in one of the Stephen bombs. The last question: What happens to Stephen when the gym is removed? Will he turn normal human, or is he going to go poof? But if he goes poof, it's pink that comes back. Not him. Maybe. Because you know the diamonds are going to be like, well, we'll just pull the gem out. Who but knows? it's amazing that the diamonds don't sense another diamond. Yeah. Because, I mean, Steven was around blue and yellow, and it, he still didn't. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. June will uh, hopefully have some answers. Stop got, TV, sorry. I've got no <laughs> questions. I don't know nothing about birth no babies, Miss Scarlet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot. But I'm glad you guys are into it, and I'm glad that we can talk about it, because everyone was like blowing up Facebook about, oh my god, did you see it? Fuck me up. And in the style of TV universe, there's... No, uh, so let's let's not do that. Uh, there is a new Thundercats show. Uh, it is called Thundercats Roar. Uh, you know what it's called? It's called Y'all Had Your Chances, and now you're stuck with this. Have fun, host. So I love 2011. I oh. did so watch the trailer that everyone's sort of reacting to. It is not my Thundercats, but I will say Cap from Nerdy Show actually that gave me sounds this racist. perspective. It's cute. Hashtag not my uh, whatever. Well, and all the lore is still there. 
yeah, so this is just meant to be like the, I guess the best comparison is Teen Titans Go to the original Teen Titans uh, animated show. Yeah. But like, I just, it's not my, it's not my thing. It's not my favorite style of animation. I think it's ridiculous. But if it keeps interest in Thundercats in, in the general sense, if it builds on the mythology in some way that's meaningful, if it has fun, then I mean, I don't care. Whatever. Well, let's put it this way. You're a 40 something year old man. I'm a, in the second half of my 30s year old man. That cartoon we grew up on was ours. Yeah. And now a new generation oh, gets something. I and meant, yeah. No, I'm agreeing with you. No, 100%. I, I meant to say, I forgot. Cap's point wasn't that. It was. Um, it was, oh God, what was it? Oh, the original Thundercats, as much as we love them, aren't that great. If you go None back and watch it again, are. a lot no, no, of those no. 80s yeah. cartoons But no, no, are. no, he, and he made this point and I was been, I've been thinking about it in that specific era of other similar cartoons like Silverhawks and I don't know that the Japanese stuff that inspired all of it. Thundercats was popular, but it really wasn't that great overall. Like it was kind of a mess, right? Yeah. Um, we think back fondly because for us it was the one that we resonated with, but it was not. If you watch it now, you watch almost any of those cartoons. But I mean, it's especially and not. It's, it, his point was Captain it's, N. It's worse than oh. you think. Oh, Captain! Um, I watched. I started watching back Gem episodes, and <laughs> fucking wanted to poke my eyes out you missed uh uh jizz and the mammograms at that point you're like i want to hear drag queens doing voices <laughs> but but there are good ways to reboot these like voltron you look at the 80s cartoon yes. and i cannot watch that series i loved it oh no, my goodness voltron I'm, is an improvement for it sure it's very yeah. much an improvement and yeah still speaks to that it's still like you look at the art style and all that, and it's but there is certainly a trend in animation these days to make it a little more ridiculous and less serious, and this is another example of that. So, oh well, yeah, but like the Teen Titans Go, you're adding on this this extra adjective or this extra like descriptor word to differentiate it from just like the series proper. Yeah. So Teen Titans is your one thing of you know nostalgia and and history and t titans go is ridiculous and yeah now we'll have i'm not gonna lie i've watched a couple episodes of teen titans go and i laughed my ass off like it, it may have gotten better i don't know but when i watched it, i was there, like I, this is not my humor it's not my thing it's, yeah. it's okay and it's okay i'm not being the old man and saying oh they're changing all our stuff i just don't get that style and so i i like eric said i would love to see the the Voltron like approach where it's an improvement. It's still funny. It's still relevant. It still speaks to younger audiences, but in a way that is a better commemoration of the show. So. Silverhawks, Centaurian, <laughs> right? Oh, Centaurian, Raggedy Ann and Andy. Oh Jesus, <laughs> the Snorks. Oh, oh, I have dignity in class. Thank you. Drowned <laughs> Smurfs, gummy bears. Oh, oh. yeah, I love the gummy you bears. You don't get. To say snorks and gummy bears. We should totally do a group breath. costume for gummy bears. Let's see how She-Ra turns out on oh, Yeah, I forgot about that. That's, that's another one. Then that that's more like the Nef uh, the Voltron approach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there's lots of craziness happening in television. There is a new uh not Simpsons, Matt Groening uh series coming out, Maker of the Simpsons. Disenchanted. Disenchanted, Disenchanted. Netflix series. The uh, animation style is very Simpsons-y, which is his style. Uh, I don't know anything else about the production except it looks... It reminds me of I Hate Fairyland a little bit. A little bit. But you like know? a poor man's I Hate Fairyland. Oh. It's Cool World. <laughs> is this cool? <laughs> oh. 
Ooh. I'm making callbacks. Oh, is Kim Basinger going to pop out? Oh, <laughs> I, I don't think she's the doing the trailer much. or whatever. It just seems like Futurama. Yeah, it's it's half the cast of Futurama. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. half oh, the good. cast of Futurama is in the show. Good. Meg Bundy back? No, oh. that is the that is the. Katie Seagal. I was, I was hoping Katie oh. Seagal would be back. That would be Seagal. nice. She, oh well, once you told me she wasn't there, I don't give a damn. I think she is involved with the show, but I think she's doing like a side character or something like well, that. Well, maybe no, they'll do a Futurama crossover at some point. Possibly. Um, and real quick, speaking about Matt Groening, RuPaul will be making a guest appearance on The Simpsons in the future. Now, we aren't going into RuPaul this episode. We will be saving that. Oh, God, because that's just a lot. There's but I got to lot. meet RuPaul. You have a Yay! picture to prove it. I Even if it looks like it was a cutout of RuPaul. Oh, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> there was such a warmth and glow about RuPaul. And then I sucked that from you like a Sanderson sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that will be coming up probably, what, next episode? or I think we'll do it next episode. We're going to have special guest Tora Hyman Hi, come and join us from Drag Queen Network. Oral and I were on an episode of Teaching with Tora. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll get her over. She was there the entire weekend as well in L.A., actually a few days earlier and a few days later than I was. And uh, she was working with Swish Embassy at their booth. So it'll be fun to reminisce and uh, have some cocktails and talk about DragCon L.A. 2018. And they announced the dates for DragCon New York. Three days. DragCon NYC 2018 is three days as well. They've added the third day onto this one. Nice. Just like they did LA this year. And it is September 28th, 28th, 29th, 30th. Yeah. So the it's weekend that last before Comic Con <laughs> and the glitter bomb spiel. Oh my god, so much! <laughs> hey, I'm stoked because we that makes it one trip up to New York versus having to do two separate trips. Because we go up there for Comic-Con and for our live show at Rock Bar, if we're doing that again this year and all that. So, Which I'm going to Comic-Con, you stay for the, ooh, girl. Flip that. We stay, we, we go for the, ooh, girl. <laughs> and stay for Comic-Con. And then will you, from there, will you drive down to D.C. for the Glitter Bomb Spiel? Probably. Probably. Hooray! <laughs> the way to do I, it. You know, I don't like glitter in my bomb spiel. Like, I just want cheese. Want, all the cheeses. Gruyere, camembert, maybe a little cheddar if I'm do they have, spicy. They have glitter beer now. What if they have glitter cheese? No. Would that be gross? No. I don't know. All of it, no. No? No. Oh, all right. So that's all TV. Oh, wait. No, we do have one more TV thing. Oh, Lord, what? I watched all of, and this is topical, Lost in Space. You did? You I, finished I saw, it? I saw the first five episodes. Daddy Robinson. Oh, disgusting. What? <laughs> the disgusting. engineer. Daddy. Daddy I Robinson. I am obsessed. With Lost in Space. And I always have been. Ever yeah. since a little child watching the um the marathons on sci fi oh, when yes. sci fi just started. <laughs> yep. And it's all they could afford. Oh. It is re- a really great interpretation. They do what Doctor Who does. Well, the early episodes of Doctor Who, which makes it like family friendly, but it doesn't shy away from like the horrors of life where sometimes people die and yep. at least such and such survives and you know, there are bad people, but there are good people. And sometimes bad people do good things and you have to deal with that. Which leads me to Parker Posey doing 
high level Holy crap. masterclass character work oh, stuff. As, I love Parker Posey as Doctor Smith. Spoiler: um, There's a female Doctor Smith. I like the homage of what she's wearing to the old Doctor Smith. Yep, and she is scary, cutthroat. It is so good, so good. If you want high production values, but things that are still kind of like make you feel good, and then. Make you worry a lot. Lost in space. That first, make you sad. That first episode is all we've seen, and it was intense. Thick there was robot. Some thick real, robot. And so thick. thick robot, yes. Thick. I just love that just it ended thick. with a literal ex machina. Uh-huh. Yep. I was like, eh, uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There it is. Because, <laughs> you know, no, I'll, I'll leave But that. it's all right. But it's good. It's very good. So that's all for television. Let's go on to video games. And uh, I'm not playing it. I haven't played very many games lately, but God of War 4 came out. Yes. And I heard something about Kratos got a kid. Daddy. Daddy Kratos. Boy. Yes. He has he has a child. Well, that first makes of all, me very uncomfortable when you say it. <laughs> so very first of all, Boy. he is alive. Because if anybody played the third one. Nobody did. Supposedly he was he killed he essentially killed himself in the third one to end to end the Greek god cycle. Evidently not. Pro- evidently not. Um, and you come in on the game at the death of his wife, of of his his child's mother, in Norseland. And yeah, they're they're in they're in Iceland, Greenland, where, wherever the Norse gods dwell. Um, Finland, Finland, Finland. And um, but the whole game is pretty much you're you 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 set her on fire. You're supposed to take her ashes to the oh, top like of the, the Viking burial. Kind yes, of thing. Okay. yes, you're like, supposed well, to take. And then it, on the way there, just insanity ensues, and I've only gotten through the uh, essentially the opening of the game. So are you fighting the Norse gods in this now? You encounter them, um, but you also fight Norse uh, creatures of myth. Okay. It's, it's very Norse-heavy on everything. Norse, not Greek. Kratos can't read um, anything Celtic, so his son does. Um, and throughout the game, you can actually give his son armor. You can get un- give him enchanted weapons. Um, you can you yourself have an enchanted axe. Um, the gameplay is vastly different from the old um, uh, God of War games. You don't have the uh, the blades of chaos anymore. Well, you've got to adapt to the climate. And- yeah, it's so it's. Uh, yeah, you, get- you, have, you have Stormbreaker instead. I was gonna say, do you, get, much. do you get Mjolnir? Because that'd be well. Um, it's Mjolnir as an axe. Nice. A yarn yarn. Yeah, yarn yarn. Yarn yarn. Yarn yarn. Uh, so it's good. It's 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 phenomenal. It's I'm actually sure the production re- value is fucking beautiful. Yeah, like absolutely gorgeous. Someday I might play those. I don't know. They look pretty, but they look like all cinematic. And when I played the first one, I think I got frustrated that it was like it was like playing Dragon Slayer back in the day. It was like I'm making a cartoon and a movie here. Look, I'm pushing buttons and things are happening. That's cool though. Yeah, it's a lot less. Like, it's less like that. Good. Um, and then there's new Kingdom Hearts coming out eventually. It's someday, happening. Maybe. They they did a Probably press. Not. They did a press release, and they actually had reviewers and everything play. Um, the toy box stage, which is the Toy Story stage, and um, the... it's been eighty four. <laughs> it's been eighty four years. years. Um, you poor summer children. <laughs> pl- they're play testing. They're play testing. It's happening. It's gonna happen oral. Did they you... give a date? Exactly. You bitches. E3. And I will say this. You dumb bitches keep thinking this game is coming. You know what came faster than this game? Duke Nukem 2. Uh-huh. <laughs> you keep peddling uh... these lies to these children who listen to us. They depend. 
depend on us. It's coming. <laughs> they depend on us, and you keep peddling these lies. I don't care what you say, Miss Nezik. The Final Fantasy care. VII remake is going to come out before this. I was going to oh, say, there's a whole I lot of vaporware can't. that will materialize before this shows up. The, me- the meme's coming, because uh, Square Enix apparently is actually giving a panel at E3 this year, and they have they have said they have four things on the docket, and everybody's just like, that first thing is going to be a Final Fantasy VII remake, and no Kingdom Hearts release date. Kingdom Hearts, we're working on it. <laughs> Same team is working on Half-Life 3. But, oh. but the playtests make the, the game looks Nobody's fucking gorgeous. Damn it, you're right. <laughs> so if you are enjoying this fine mess, then Enjoy you us. can find out. In fact, Oro did a great plug earlier to send him to IML and Please. to help help us continue bringing you this fine program. If you go to nerdy sh- or patreon.com, if you go to patreon.com slash nerdy show, you can donate as little as you want, a dollar a month. Five dollars, whatever you can afford. We appreciate it. Please, I've been single for a hundred and seventy of these two hundred episodes, and that's a combined. If you could, if you could send me to a place where I, I just, you know, it's rough in Orlando. If you can can send me to Chicago, I would, I would just like somebody to knock the dust off of it. That's that's all I want. First of all, this bitch ain't dust. I was gonna say that's not the problem. How dare you? If we could have a listener, if we could, I'm sorry. Uh, the funk of 40,000 years and grizzly ghouls. BJ, really? Yeah. If we could have a listener go back over our history and figure out how many episodes Oral has been single, exactly, that Ooh. would be amazing. And that's when you should always sleep with one eye open because I will slit your throat. <laughs> Is there going to be a BuzzFeed list of the top can we 10 get a thirstiest episodes? Oh, someone needs to do this. Uh, you can also, of course... First of all, bitch, you just got here. <laughs> Second of all, Brian, I was going to say my one-up is how far you've come in your understanding of other people's sorrows. But here you are. <laughs> basking in it like everybody in your family has always done. Uh. And that is the night the lights went out in Georgia. <laughs> Thank you, uh rupaul breastbot whatever the hell is world in breast world so uh you can also find and send us those articles on any of our social media feeds all of which are available through flameonshow.com just go down and look at the little little chicklets at the bottom facebook twitter instagram fuck i don't know what I think else. there's a new Bunch one called vivo things. do we what? have a vivo yet no there's like a smartphone one called vivo no no what about no. bear w Oh, God, not that thing. <laughs> Bear WWW? <laughs> oh, God. Grizzly app? I don't Bear know. Bear 411? Bear 411? Is that still these, around? These things don't exist anymore. It is. it is. I just reactivated my account. Oh, Lord. So uh, uh, You can find us on SeekingArrangements.com. <laughs> That's where you go if you want to find a sugar daddy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. If you want to find BJ or Eric online... You oh. can find them on the BBS boards. Oh. It doesn't stand for what you think it does. Oh, <laughs> that's the gift that keeps on giving. I love that joke. Uh, so yeah, find us out there. Tell us what you think. It's not too late. Send us a happy 200th episode thing. We'd love it. It'd be nice. Um, to comic books, we uh, I don't know. Oral, you tell me. What are you excited about in the world of comics these days? So I'm. Well, I, I'll, I'll start with what I'm sad about. Uh oh. <laughs> Russell is finishing up his run on Snagglepuss. That's true. And Kate's is finishing up his run on Doctor Strange. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those have been two of the best series. I always look forward to them. What I'm excited about is Kieran Gillen and McKelvey are in the final home stretch. And by home stretch, I mean there's probably like 10 more issues, including specials of Wicked and Divine. It has been a phenomenal series. If you want like queer characters, if you want deep storytelling, they give it to you in spades. Please, please, please go to your local comic shop. Ask them for Wicked and Divine. They will order it for you if they're worth their weight in salt. For free of charge, mind you. They should order it for you. Or if you like to contact a comic shop in Winter Park, Florida and ask for oral, <laughs> he will order it for you. And for the low, low price of five ninety nine shipping and handling plus tax, he will send you those. Really? You know, plus the, the cost of the book. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So we didn't talk about free comic book day, did we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. His PTSD has kicked back in. I'm sorry. Why would you do that to him? It's just, it's really, it's, you know, free comic book day came by. And um, it's a wonderful day where anyone can walk into a participating brick and mortar store, comic book shop, and pick up free comic books. And they will be happy to assist you and all of your 18 children <laughs> and all of your cousins and TT around the corner. And, <laughs> and we'll happily explain to you the parameters of their sale. For example, buy two, get one free of equal or fucking lesser value. You don't get a $50 hardcover for free because you bought in com- combination in total for the merchandise, you fucking dumbass! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like you've been there and done that. I'm sorry. It was great. It was awesome. A lot of cool things came up. Yeah. Um, Ta-Nehisi Coates' new Black Panther gave you a snippet. Um, Also, he's writing Captain America, a.k.a. if you read those free comic books, Black Panther, great. That came out as of recor- uh, we're recording. Black Panther number uh, number one came out today. It's gorgeous. Daniel Okuna's on art. Ooh. It's the intergalactic empire of Wakanda. You'll love it. Oh, they did pick up on that from uh-huh. Legacy. Yes. Awesome. Having said that, his Captain America, I adored. People gonna be mad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. And it comes out July 4th, which is a day where I get to work instead of being off and eating barbecue. Oh, we'll bring you some barbecue. How's that? Please bring me some barbecue. I like ribs and smoked wings. Oh, so this Mark Wade uh, Captain America run is going to end leading into that. Yeah, actually, I'm, I'm taking yes. this story. Mm-mm. It's weird, but I mean, it's it's better than I'm liking this future story better than everything else. Last... Mark Wade has done recently. <laughs> yes, the last the last uh, arc. Where Cap was in the future and then got sent back to right before he was frozen again was just oh weird God. and kind of ridiculous. It, mm, that was the seven hundredth issue. I I was I was like, wow, this is seven hundred. The story at the end was kind of fun, where they pieced together Kirby panels to make a new story. Yes, that was kind of cool. But the actual arc that was going Ooh. on for seven hundred, it was like, oh. yeah. So, uh, what did you think of Bendis's uh, Man? Uh, did Man of Steel come out? 
It has not. It oh, okay. comes out uh, as of this recording a week from today. Okay. And I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of worried because yeah. Bendis hasn't given us anything that says, I absolutely positively want to read this. Yeah. It's his, he needs to swing for the rafters. No, he needs to swing for the sky because this is Superman. And if you fuck up Superman, you don't get another chance. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm a little worried after the free comic day story. I did not love it. It was it's okay. not bad. Yeah, it was it's just okay. It's just middle of the road. So, uh, what else? Oh, Batman is getting married very Go soon. Going to the chapel, Mary. Gonna get married, girl. <laughs> so, did you enjoy the Booster Gold like weird wedding? I did. You did. It was so all over the place, and I really had a hard time putting my finger on what I don't like. It's called a backdoor pilot for Booster. For Booster, yeah, that that makes sense. I mean, the thing about Booster is, even though he saved the multiverse, he's the greatest hero you've never heard of. Yep. But now he has heft to him. He has an emotional weight. He fucked up royally. Oh yeah, and that's gonna stay with him forever. That last, and how do you move from that, that last panel was pretty haunting. Like, I mean, it, it ended very like, oh, oh, because it felt light, like as like this kind of crazy, wacky adventure, and then that it got doesn't serious. Matter, and then it did. Yeah, so I don't know. That was interesting. I'm very excited about the ending, like you said, to Snagglepuss. I want to know what they're gonna put Russell on next because his style has been very like not traditional superhero you know kind of focused <laughs> and uh I, I just don't know what they're gonna do with them i'm not i don't know I josie and the pussycats where they're all prostitutes <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to see i want to see him get a real book i got i would love to see him do something like mr miracle even though the that's smurfs where everyone's in a cult <laughs> that, that could work weren't that they already work. i mean kind of so is the snagglepuss book going to end yeah, yep. or, it's only so six it was, issues, technically seven with a zero issue. Okay, darkest. Oh my god. Oh yeah, so, no. So, I read an issue and it fucked me up. Pretty so are hard. all these Hanna Barbera ones? Are they just limited runs? No, not all. Oh, Some are ongoing. But like the Flintstones was limited with twelve issues, I think. It just depends on the story they want to do. Um, I don't know if Jetsons is ongoing. Or Jets, not. No, it was seven issues, okay. zero. Scooby Doo Apocalypse went for a good it, little it, bit. It's, it's still going. Still going. It's still going. Yeah. That one's that's the one. That's still I don't know going. who's reading it, but somebody. People are reading it, and then people grabbed this one particular issue, which I think is like twenty-seven, because it was a major death. Oh, ooh. Mm. So uh, over on the Marvel side, uh, I stopped reading the X books pretty much entirely. Um, I think I read. No, I haven't read the Wolverine stuff, but uh, I I don't know. I don't understand why you stopped reading. Astonishing. No, Astonishing is still read. I love Astonishing. Astonishing is old school. Yep, yep. I like that. Red has promised. It's just really early. Red oh is... Oh, God. Astonishing with that last... Uh, that reveal at the end of the last, uh, oh, the last so issue. Excited. It fucking... Because I was like, this... A Man Called X arc is okay, and you have the Proteus stuff, but it was kind of like, all right, I liked Life of X much better. And then A Man Called X, I was like, meh. And then it pulled out the the final twist and i was like and i'm back this yeah. is this is gonna kick some ass soul's got another few issues or is that the end of his run he's got a i think one or two more issues okay plus there's um no there's an astonishing x-men run uh i'm sorry annual that comes out in august so i i can't remember if soul is on that i don't think he is because he's just finishing this arc right and then he's yeah. done yeah 
And uh, Jim Zub is, I think, taking over. Um, I'm excited for it because um, there are lasting ramifications, and it's what anybody who has read Astonishing X Men since that first big reveal at the end of the first story arc has been waiting for. Okay. Um, but yeah, blue and uh, mainly I'm talking about blue and gold, and then specifically gold, the wedding uh, issue that was evidently not the wedding at all. Snorfest. Yawn burger. Poor with a side of yawn fries. Chris Claremont <laughs> finishing up his contract or something. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, oh, and then they had the last episode of the last episode, the last issue of Spider Man. Bendis is sent off for yep, miles. Bendis is done now. I think he may have one more issue of something. But well, no, it came out today. No, that Iron was Man six hundred. Oh, okay, Iron Man that's his final book with Marvel. Okay, but supposedly the yeah his last Spider Man was also fairly. Um, like he wrote something about. I mean, it's it was his kitchen character. Sink. That's what that issue was. Oh, kitchen sink. oh is that the one where uh... everything happens? Yeah, everything it... happens, and some of it isn't awesome. Oh, kind of like his to... last Jessica Jones episode. Mm. <laughs> That's the... every character I've written is in this. He likes issue. to do that though. Or yeah, you know, and that's you. Let's talk about it. Bendis is a fucking hack. <laughs> <laughs> He is. Hot take. <laughs> he's a hack because he's done really great things. He invigorated a lot of lines. But as we have seen for the past four fucking years and more, the way he ends things, he's like, hey, I did all of these things. Let me put everything back in the toy chest, which is trash. It's fucking trash because everything that Bendis does, he says, none of it matters. I put everything back to the status quo because I'm done with these things. He doesn't read the history. He doesn't give a fuck about what you care about. He just does what he wants to do. And then he's like, I'm Bendis. I run this shit. When really, Hickman deserved everything. Oh, yeah. Hickman kept Marvel afloat. You're not going to get an argument on me. Was he really late? Really, really, really late with Secret Wars? Absolutely. But that man gave you the strongest and like most interesting story arcs he could for Marvel. So much so that they begged him to come back and he's finishing shield. Thank God. Oh my he's God. He's finishing shield. I'm so excited. Fuck <laughs> Bendis. Bendis can kiss my right nut. How do you really feel? The though? lower one. Not the good one. Not the good one. The lower <laughs> one is the good one. So <laughs> uh, what else with Marvel? I feel like there's some big event happening, but not really. Well, we have two issues of Avengers. Avengers, yes. I don't like the art because I'm not a big Ed McGinnis fan, but the story's great. I'm very excited about that. I haven't read the new Thor, but uh, uh, what's his name? My God. No. I know. Ramon Perez did art for the second story in The Mighty Thor at the Gates of Valhalla, which isn't part of the main book. It's like a bridge book. book. It's like a bridge book to that. Yeah. It's like a zero issue kind of deal. Well, I mean, it's still, it's all about Jane in the first half. And right. then it's Malekith, which I guess will then be, it's basically saying, hey, Mangog and Jane Foster's death, not death, was a thing. But Malekith is still there and we still have the War of the Nine Realms. So which, back to this. Yeah, no, I mean, that's an ongoing thing, which I kind of thought they would have wrapped up, but no. No, because <laughs> this this is his like magnum opus. Yeah. Like, uh. This is his Thor run. It's been leading to this. I'm, so excited. Jason Aaron does a lot of weird things, which I appreciate, but this is what I think he will be remembered for. Oh, yeah. No, his Thor stuff is going to be epic and, and long remembered. 
Uh, what else is Marvel doing? Then is there, there's no big event, which is kind of nice. Well, actually. no, they said it was going to be 18 months with no big event. Yeah, events. so yep. it's sort of eerily quiet. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, DC just finished up Dark Metal. They're doing that No Justice thing, which is launching the new well, Justice League series. And it's and- funny because for as much as people bitching like, oh, Marvel's better, oh, DC's better. Right now, they have two major things that are going on that are the exact same thing. The weddings. The weddings, yep. which are happening roughly the same exact time. Yep. yep. Both calling themselves the wedding of the century. And Avengers and Justice. And then yep. you, and the Celestials. Yep. So it's kind of like it is kind of you're weird how just that works. reading one or the other. <laughs> yep. But it's fine. That happens a lot. It's eerily weird. I'm excited to keep going with X-Men Red. Yeah. I haven't read this last issue. Ooh, uh, apparently Storm is going to be staying on with the team as well. Gambit was good, was there like, hey, this is our old school character that's going to be on the team. And now they're bringing Storm, which I'm excited for Gene and Storm to be on. Oh, speaking of Gene, together. did they bring back young Gene yet? Not that I've seen. Huh. Huh. At the end of, I think we still have one more issue of Cry Havoc, which is the arc they're currently on in blue. Which for two issues, I believe, maybe three, it was just this one arc while they were finishing Poison X in the Venom books. And then they started doing like epilogues where the X-Men are coming back from space in danger, who was critically like damaged and Cyclops apparently had to kill Jean while she was a, a poison and he's all mopey and depressed and I don't know. It's all gonna collide and then extinction happens. Which nobody knows what that is. But you know what? We we are long overdue for an X Men event where we're just like, what is this? Horror? Oh, okay, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not another Battle of the Atom. Because I was so it. excited for that. That wasn't bad. I thought it was okay. It was but I don't know. It was, it was such a cop out with the future, like the future part of it. Oh, no. that, that well, I mean, the, the first part of the future, that wasn't bad because I like Wiccan as a Sorcerer Supreme also on the X Men. True. As a heavy hitter. I mean, I'm not saying it was a horrible crossover. No, and then it just the, wasn't the super latter, strong. Yeah, the latter part happened. And that yeah, it, it, it they can't seem to land these uh, crossover storylines well. No, oh. remember when we realized that Dove, that ship that's white and not the Blackbird, was the biggest thing to come out of <laughs> Battle of the Atom? We were like, oh, okay. Remember when Storm had a daughter that came out of that? Oh. Remember when Storm got Storm Chaser back? <laughs> oh. Remember Paris? Remember? Oh, I love it. It was like I oh. love that outfit on her. I love it. No, it's great because it just brings me back to the what if issue because that was where that that costume first came about. Mm-hmm. Was what if Storm had the power of Thor, and it was Storm on the cover, like that classic cover, like spinning Mjolnir, and I. The feather helmet. Oh, I love it. It it's great. I just don't know. I I was reading like I think issue twenty six or twenty seven of Gold, and they're like Storm. Are you trying to like um? Are you practicing with your new hammer? It's like oh no, we're trying to get rid of the old. And I'm like, wait a minute, is that? <laughs> and I looked at the editor's <laughs> note, and I ran to the like. I ran over to where it would be, and I pulled pulled it off the shelf, and I was reading in between people. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) So if you have a comic book that you are very excited about and enjoying, or from Free Comic Book Day, you want to talk about us, share it with us, just message us on uh, flameonshow.com, all the little social media things. Let us know, because we will talk about it, 
and maybe even check it out if we haven't already. So that brings us to our one-ups for the week. This is the thing that is giving us life. Uh, and this is uh, not necessarily related to our show history, but if it is, that's re- that's great too. Uh, I will start because I actually know what I want to talk about. I don't have to wait for everybody else to go around. Uh, Moogfest, uh, if you have been following um, Nerdy Show, social media, Consequence of Sound, you may have seen uh, Cap and Cap's brother and myself. Uh, running around the city of Durham, North Carolina, covering Moogfest 2018. It is an annual music festival of, of the electronic arts. Lots of very cool musicians, synthesizer engineers, very interesting uh, figures in society. I mean, it, it really is kind of a, a lot of different random things happening over the course of like four days. Uh, there's a great write-up that we all contributed to on consequenceofsound.net. I believe also Nerdy Show will be putting out a podcast of us talking on our way back from Durham late on a Sunday evening in the middle of a storm driving back. That will be amazing. No, it was actually a fun conversation, but uh, we apologize in advance for any audio uh, irregularities. Um, Mocfest is amazing. I love doing it every year. It is something that gives me life, even if it takes from my pocket and causes additional things to appear in my my life and my synthesizers and my my collection of things what esoteric thing did you buy this year oh. remember that barrel man you spent hundreds of dollars on that you haven't touched i wish you hadn't remembered now uh i have three more euro rack modules for my little synthesizer as i beckon to what the listener cannot see i swear to god if you don't end up okay i will state this now oh boy i will end up on drag race before brian ends up on i will make it easy for you hearts of space oh my god (laughs) you really did make it hard there okay well, we'll see. I have I've set some modest goals for this uh next 6 months, so we'll we'll see. But anyway, it's fun. It's fun. I love Moogfest. Definitely something anyone if you're interested in electronic music uh should check out and just read the write up and check out our cool pictures and that's all I have for my one up, BJ. Um actually mine um may one day take me away from you all. I haven't uh I haven't heard anything back yet, but I applied for a job with the FDA. Um, that's super. Girl, this is fantastic. But didn't we tell you to stop making them about yourself? What? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's my one up. It's giving him life, right? Um, potentially in the future. We're gonna, we're gonna have to make our own Zaxxon rule, where this is something that uh, that our listeners can also partake in. I mean, so listeners, if you want to become part of EJ's life, if you, if you want to apply for a job with the FDA, they're still hiring. Um. <laughs> But no, it's uh, it's with uh, research and researching um, all the uh, all the gross stuff that the FDA allows to go into your food. So I can't wait. I'm very excited about it. Parts per million of insect parts and rat droppings. Oh God, no! Yep. Oh. My jobs are always disgusting. All right, Oral. My one up is that years years into this podcast, you have continued to listen to us. And we deeply appreciate that. Also, I have stayed as nubile and as gorgeous and dewy as when I started. Because I recently saw a picture of me. I'm just like, oh, that's around the time that we started this podcast. I'm like, oh, the only thing is I grew a beard. Girl, you look so good. So thank you, listeners. 
Because every time you listen, I steal a second of your soul. <laughs> That's how you do it. Oh, I wondered. Okay, good. Eric? So, as a proud Hufflepuff, I got... <laughs> <laughs> I had a fun experience where I got to go see an off-Broadway show called Puffs, or Seven Increasingly Eventful Years at a Certain School of Magic and Magic, which was filmed for Fathom <laughs> Events. It was fantastic. It told the stories of the background Puffs uh, throughout the seven years that a certain wizard was there at school you know what i love about hufflepuff pride it's like mommy i'm a big kid now because you bought me pull-ups <laughs> well their, their catchphrase their catchphrase was third or nothing third or nothing <laughs> i'd rather choose oblivion wow <laughs> not the tap room because that's the that's the restaurant oh, that's also full of hufflepuff. and they're closing again Thank God. Again, Man. I forgot they were even open until somebody yeah. posted a picture there, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot about that place." Was it me and Dennis? Maybe. Yeah, it maybe it was. Dennis. Yeah. Yep. I hear the smoked wings are good. They are. They are, and their mac and cheese balls are awesome. I can get mac and cheese balls from any basic place ever, and smoked wings. Well, there's a place next to my house that's literally within walking distance, and I'm good to go. <laughs> Eric, did that give you life? It did give me life. Excellent. Oh, pretending to be a part of Hogwarts? There you go. Oh, my <laughs> God. You know what Hufflepuffs are? Cannon fodder. Oh. Not even shirts. cannon fodder that you remember. Oh, what's you, his you face? S- you stayed dewy over there. Yes. Because <laughs> and Nubile. Don't forget Nubile. Because uh, Brian Nubile, just showed a picture, and I'm just like, where is the change but the beard? Brian, where was the change but the beard? I don't even know who that That's was. That's what I thought. Somebody I mean, was with you. It wasn't me. I mean, I measured the time in Brian, so. Oh. All the gray. All the gray. Oh, man, river. That old man, river. I love that song. Pat, what's giving you life? So, to celebrate 200 episodes, it has been... Just about six years since I came into the Flame On world. And it's been, well, no, yeah, because yeah. gay days. Yep. Uh, trust me. There's a up. giant six balloon sitting over here in the corner celebrating my six year anniversary of Bears in the City. Ah. And uh, I met you right after or shortly thereafter. So we've known each other. Actually, I think we just celebrated six years on Facebook. That's right. Because I, I blocked on my main account, so I couldn't post anything. Why are you blocked? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what <laughs> was going on with that. How I almost also got blocked. Uh, VPL. Tasteful, tasteful <laughs> photos. Tasteful photos. Well, it's the, art. The funny part is that this is the fourth time it's happened. Because the first time they block you, or that they, they remove a picture for what they deem as um, inappropriate for community guidelines, um, such as nudity. Or rigging an election. Nope. Oh, nope, that doesn't count. Nope, ah, nope that stays. You don't get blocked for that. Or fake news. I had, I think, I'm pretty sure I think the first one was because of a Flesh Friday picture of one of the porn stars from Parliament House. That was my oh. fault. Was no, that was mine. One? Maybe. The second time, I think, was for a Wolf of the Day from Bears in the City where there are, are sexy photos get put up. Third one was for, because that was a day, a day, 
And then a week was for Flesh Friday because Brian sent me pictures and I didn't review them carefully enough. And, and I the guy was it. The guy was wearing mesh underwear and when Flash hits mesh underwear, apparently you can see his entire dick in totally, the picture. Totally, totally missed yep. it. So then I got blocked for a week. And now this time was for another Wolf of the Day picture where the guy is sitting there in a white Speedo, has his hand down like one side of the Speedo and there's uh, VPL in the picture. And that got nabbed for nudity, apparently. Visible penis line. VPL. Oh, 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 sorry. You said BPL. I heard BPL. Oh, like, like balls, penis, and no visible penis ligatures? line. Visible so penis. So I got blocked for thirty days, so I couldn't post oh, anything. Days. So now, right before you went to DragCon, right before I went to LA, I'm like, I'm oh. going to a place I've never been before. I can't keep up with my LA friends. But that like was, five of them, I that have. Was so dumb. Ugh. So I, I turned to Instagram to be able to like message people and keep in touch. Um, so yeah, so six years, Bears in the City, six years roughly of being a part of Flame On and finding a new family here and being able to do things and talk to people that I probably would never have the opportunity to otherwise. Um, it falls in line with my job as photographer at Parliament House. The people that I've met and been exposed to for both of these things has been amazing. So I want to thank each and every one of you out there listening right now because if y'all weren't listening, we wouldn't keep doing this because as much as we enjoy it, there needs to be a means to an end and that means is the means is having you out there listening so thank you for that and get me to IML at 2019. Exactly. Teamwork makes the dream work. And my actual one-up is Bendela Christ. We'll talk more about it if you follow the Flame On Instagram because it only posted there because I couldn't post to the Flame On Facebook page because it still <laughs> won't let me do that. Uh, if you followed along on the on the Flame On Facebook uh, Instagram, you will have seen all the pictures from around DragCon that I took. Uh, but above all, I said I'm not going to really take pictures with queens I've worked with or I'm about to work with. Although I wanted to take a picture with Monet because she looked fucking great really? at DryCon. She for her. looked sickening. And when I was going to get in line with Sean and Michael, they cut the line off right before. Bitches. So then I I spent two hours waiting for RuPaul and I did two panels and I didn't get a chance to see her on Saturday. But Bendel Creme had an entire little like chapel background and was dressed in saintly attire. With like a lamb, with a yeah, with a little lamb, because she's Bendel yeah, no. Christ. Yep, no, it looks pretty, pretty amazing. And I was like, I don't care that I just saw her two months ago. I am going to do whatever it takes to take a picture with her. And that meant buying her Dela out shirt, where it's Dela written in white out with a little white out bottle, cute, um, which was adorable. And I would have bought it anyway, but then I got to take a picture with her. And that gave me absolute life while I was out in L.A. Yeah, there's some really great pictures. If you go on Instagram, look up Flame On Show. Flame On Show. We're only Flame On Podcast on Twitter. Thanks, Oral. Hey, Phil. How? (laughs) You literally (laughs) told me if you could do me a favor. You did it. You were amazing. The Twitter handle. And I did at Flame On Podcast (laughs) because that's what I thought our branding would be. You didn't so check the style these... guide? No, there's no style guide. What style guide? I'm joking. 
Nothing. The one that Josh always had for us, That's but didn't tell right. us about. That's right. Josh <laughs> but, did write it. But then would he? He wouldn't tell you, and then he would just write a uh, um, little. Did you not read in my style like the guide? book about the the childlike empress and the never ending story? Nobody actually read it. They heard about it. It seemed all right, but you could really not fuck with it if you wanted. Well, thank you guys for listening. We really do exist because of your support. And as a special 200th episode surprise, you will have seen this in your newsfeed when you go to see our podcast. We have a new logo. Yes. What? Yes, it's been right. a long time coming. I, I think I saw it a year ago. I'm shocked. It's been I've, a long I've time. I've never seen it. it. Who did the logo? Is drawn by our good friend Danny Haas. And it is now up on the feed. It is our new logo. By the time you listen to this, all of our social media should be changed to reflect it, including um, quite probably some updates to the Flame On page at nerdyshow.com. I was going to say, I just went to that the other day, and I was like, oh. And it still has that picture from Gay Days 2011 <laughs> yes. of, of yeah. the original boys with the zebra. You know, <laughs> yeah. that was a good picture. It's cute as fuck, but Listeners, God. If Seven you years want old. to imagine what I look like now, just add a beard. <laughs> just add a beard. Oh. Also, I want to say for the record, this is how you know I love you bitches. Popeyes is closing in like four <laughs> minutes and I'm not going to make it. I'm so sad. Like, I thought they would be open late. <laughs> no, they're not. Because oh. it's Winter Park. They're fucked this place. <laughs> oh, what about the one OBT? I'm not driving all the way out there. <laughs> <laughs> There's one on Cimarron. I'm also not driving all the way out there. <laughs> well, if you have enjoyed this, please give us a little review on iTunes. You can just do a star, and it really does help get the word out. But any and all social media platforms that you can share our love on, it'd be greatly appreciated. We want to be here for many years to come, so please help us spread that flame on word all over the world. And that's it. Happy 200. Happy 200. Happy 200. Oh, God damn it. Hi, porn. Happy 200, and girl, oh, I don't look a day over 3,000. I'm so proud, because you know, Black Magic is my middle name. Eric? Hi. <laughs> I was like, where's your happy 200? Happy 200? I didn't know how to follow up oral. I never do. <laughs> no never one do. ever does. You follow up oral with butt stuff. Ah, Everybody there, it knows that. there it is. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.